there, it's Angela, and I'm so glad you found your way here to architecting. Creative careers can be stressful, and it's hard to be vulnerable, but this is your landing pad for raw honesty. I'll help you get clarity, reconnect with your passion, and have the career of your dreams. If you're ready to make a difference, have an impact, and say bye-bye to burnout, stick with me, and let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and welcome back to Architecting. I am so glad that you've taken time out of whatever it is you are doing in your life to tune in. Whether you are driving somewhere and I'm along for the ride, or you're enjoying listening along with your morning coffee or on your lunch break, I'm just so glad to have you as part of the Architecting community. And we are a community doing great things. I want to make sure that you know that there is another whole side to architecting that you can find on the Clubhouse app. My partner, Megan Mazzocco, and I host a interview series called Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine there. They're so incredible on this show, and they really are experts in different aspects of design for well-being. So it's a little different twist on things from what we do here on the main podcast, which is more about the inside job to help you live your best life, do what you're meant to do. Here we're exploring a little bit more of what it takes to really do design that makes a difference. And we just had an incredible session today about neurodiversity in design, what it really means to design to empower people instead of designing according to standards and norms that really don't match anyone. It's a place you will hear fire quotes like the one from today's guest, Katie Pedito. If we have a spectrum of needs, we need to accommodate a spectrum of choices. That is a design truth bomb, and that is the kind of stuff you get. So make sure you head on over to Clubhouse. Download that app if you don't have it. Follow the Architecting House, and you will be able to listen to all of the replays, plus be able to to hear about the new scheduled sessions as they come up. And if you don't like downloading new apps, I got you covered. There are links to listen to the replays on my website, architectingpodcast.com. Just go to the tab and you will see Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine, and be able to listen to any of the replays there. Speaking of apps and computers, I've been really thinking about the difference between allowing versus controlling. And as somebody with huge control freak mojo, it is really hard for me to relax and let a situation unfold because I'm always running down the possibilities thinking if I just tweak this over here or adjust that over there or move that or talk to that person. This is the big lesson that I've been learning. And this is so cool. I mean, I really had to share it with you guys because most of us don't trust that things will work out. Most of us 
feel like we've got to game the system or the system's going to game us. And we work so much harder than we need to. As a result, we create way more stress than is necessary or healthy. Yet, if we could just see the other side of this, we would never go there. I mean, it's just so counterproductive. This is what I really had to come on today and share with all of you. Once you see this, you will never want to control and micromanage anything ever again. When you sit there and you say, these are the things that I'm interested in, but I'm also going to pay attention to the things that are opportunities. I'm going to appreciate what's coming my way, even if it's not exactly what I thought I wanted. It is just mind-blowing what comes up. You are surfing the algo of life. Instead of swimming against the tide, you're just letting that algorithm bring you possibilities. And you get to look at all of these possibilities and go, I'll take that one. Next. And then you keep getting more. And the more choices you make, the more choices you get. I've been doing this manifestation practice and kind of builds on different practices and journaling, setting intent, being clear about boundaries, thinking about where you want to be, appreciating where you are, looking for signs, reframing things to show you not the negative side, but the possibility of what you're seeing or what maybe doesn't feel so good, but what you're learning from it or how you know that it's helping you see what's possible. And sure enough, no sooner do I start doing this whole effort than people from my past, literally out of the woodwork, start contacting me. My LinkedIn starts blowing up with connection requests. I'm having people that are reaching out to me, thanking me for things I did for them months ago. I mean, it, it's really, really amazing what some of this stuff happens, including some relationships that I had kind of thought were over. And having these people resurface makes me wonder, why them? Why now? What is needing to happen here? You know, is there something more to happen here? I didn't think there was. Maybe the man I dated for three years and broke up with two years ago, with good reason, really does belong in my past. But maybe suddenly we're having contact over some miscommunication about a delivery because something more is meant to come of it. Sure enough, when I looked at it that way, saying, where's the opportunity? I don't think the opportunity is that we're supposed to get back together, but the opportunity is that there were some things that needed to get resolved that surprisingly are getting resolved in a way that's way easier than I would have ever thought. And certainly if I had approached him and been like, hey, you owe me this, or you need to do this, or you were supposed to, blah, blah, blah. That would have been a hard no, and it never would have happened. 
But by just being in this curiosity of, well, this is interesting, I wonder why you're showing up. And while you're here, you know, there were these things that were, you know, dangling out there between us that you really could do something about it, you know? And I was half joking when I said that. And shockingly, he is actually handling these unresolved issues. I'm not going to go into details to protect everyone involved privacy, but it is shocking to me because these are things that I never thought would happen, that I had just written off the way that you write off bad debts. I had just completely stopped even thinking about these things, and now they're getting taken care of. And it's because I'm in that different state of mind of allowing versus receiving. One of the practices that I've been doing as part of this manifestation journey that I wanted to bring to all of you because I think it is a really powerful one is to think about what is thriving in your life. So many times especially when we are really stressed out, when we're really busy, we can get so focused on what's next that we don't celebrate what we just did. We don't savor the moment. And we often miss the clues that are in the moment, the algorithm of your life, if you will. By letting go of the need to be right, These are some of the things we talked about last week, letting go of some of the things that we think are so important and especially letting go of control. It's amazing to see what can happen when you look back over a busy week, but you say, where did I thrive? Where did the unexpected amazing things happen? You can start to come up with a whole list of things. And they're things that in the moment we often don't fully appreciate or we don't fully let in the door. And because of that, we're blocking getting more of that. Because of that, we're feeling overwhelmed and we push aside the compliments, the call-outs, the celebrations, the opportunities. We're so busy in the rut that we're in with our blinders on that we don't realize that joy is right there in the next lane. Just have to walk over there, but we can't see it. We can't see it. We can't see it. Life is kind of this giant algorithm, right? When you are plugged into something, more things just keep getting suggested to you that have similarities to what you're focusing on. And you can follow that next step in the algorithm, the next branch on the tree. And then something else will come up that is related. Just like when you are surfing the algo on social media, you can stumble upon some really amazing stuff. You can also waste hours of your life going down a rabbit hole, but Let's focus on the positive here. When you take that same approach to life, you can actually stumble upon, wink, wink, because nothing is really an accident and nothing is ever wasted, opportunities that 
you could have never dreamed of because they required one thing leading to another, leading to another to even surface in your awareness. But that really beats that stubborn thinking that this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it and I'm never going to deviate and I'm going to just slog away until I get it done. Thing. Next thing. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, it's almost exhausting. And you know what it is even more than exhausting? is It's boring. It's boring. Who wants to do that stuff? Ain't nobody got time to slog away when you could much more easily and effortlessly do things that interest you more and matter more as opposed to slogging away at goals that you might not even want any longer. When I work with coaching clients and we talk about goals, we talk about short-term, medium-term, long-term, but we also revisit goals on a regular basis. And that is because as we grow, as we evolve, what we want shifts. So the things you thought you wanted at 18, if you had them now, might not make you all that happy. The things that you thought were life or death critical to success 10 years ago may not be the same today because you're coming at it from a different perspective. You've cultivated different interests and different understanding of who you really are and what you really want and why you really want it. It really doesn't serve you to have drawn this absolute straight line path without ever checking in with yourself, without ever giving yourself that opportunity to say, is this really right for me? And you do this by believing that what you are destined for, what you are interested in and passionate about is meant for you to have. Think about the things that you really want and really care about and really want to bring into your life. And if you were to write down maybe your top five list and then go to 10 friends or family members and ask them to do the same thing, would you have the exact same lists? Most likely not. At best, you might have one or two things that are the same. But the things you most want, most care about achieving in your life are unique to you. That's how you know that you are meant to have them, to do them, to show up that way in the world. When you start from that point of, of course it will happen, now you just have to allow it to come in. Now, allow does not mean you sit on the couch binge-watching Netflix while eating a lot of junk food. Allowing means every day you are taking some small right action. You're saying, how can I have fun with this? What could I try? What could I do? It means you're challenging yourself. It means you're willing to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It means that you aren't going to tolerate being bored any longer because boredom happens not because routines are bad, 
but it happens for the routines that have lost relevance in our life. Think about the routines you have that work for you every day that really help you get things done or foster good habits. Those aren't boring. Think about the things that are boring. They are not relevant to you. And that is why as a routine or a ritual, they aren't interesting any longer. How could you swap them out? What could you do to shake things up? The reason it matters to have fun with this, to keep pushing yourself, to keep trying new things, to keep asking, how can I, is because if the things you want are unique to you and you are meant to have them, and you just need to find your way to them, it means that you will get them when they reflect who you are. So if you stay the same, if you get stale, if you lose hope, how can you possibly get there? You've stopped trying. You've stopped all movement. You've turned off the energy supply. On the other hand, if you keep the energy going, if you keep the optimism alive because you know you're going to get there, does it mean you're never going to encounter a failure? Absolutely not. You're probably going to encounter proportionally more failure than the average person. But it also means you are going to be more successful than the average person because you fail forward. You never take failure as a sign that you're not meant to do the thing you know you're meant to do. You take it simply as information that will help you course correct. You let that algorithm take you somewhere else. You look at the other possibilities that get suggested because you are where you are right here, right now, today. Every day is your starting line. Doesn't matter where you've been, it matters where you're going. So look at the opportunities that are in front of you. Keep creating conditions in which you can thrive. And then enjoy the fun as the possibilities unfold in front of you. Can't wait to hear what happens when you start putting some of these ideas into practice. Having zero tolerance for boredom, being willing to challenge yourself to take on possibilities as they present themselves, and to embrace, not just talk about, but really embrace that idea that failure is learning and that the things you want are inevitably going to come to you. Drop me a line, architectingpodcast.com on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'd love to hear your stories. Remember to like, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen because it helps another kind of algorithm show this podcast to other people so they can have their own moments of getting presented with that random offering up that changes your life because you discover something new. And it could be this podcast for someone else. So make sure that you clap it up, tell your friends, and I will see you next time. Take care, everyone.
listening. If you want even more content, head on over to architectingpodcast.com and subscribe to my newsletter and get some great free downloads while you're there. Be sure to follow me on social media, on Instagram at Architecting Podcast, Facebook and LinkedIn pages are Architecting, and the YouTube channel Architecting Podcast. Stay inspired. (laughs) 